My name is Cody Jacob, and I love to cause problems. And this is my podcast, where each week I sit down with my guests and ask them horrifyingly specific ethical questions that forces them to break up their moral compass and make up their minds. Think would you rather meets what would you do, but all of the situations are in shrooms and you're the one that's got to fix it. Do I know my friends as well as I think I do? Let's find out together. This is Cody Jacob Causes Problems. Oh look, another week. Welcome back to yet again another episode of Cody Jacob Causes Problems. I am still Cody Jacob, and I am still causing problems. Something really interesting has been happening in my life, and I only recently started to take notice to it. And let me backtrack for a second. You must know, one of my favorite pastimes, nay, one of my favorite safe activities is to walk around a grocery store. Colloquially, between my friends and I, it's known as taking a lap. So I'll go to Stop and Shop, I'll go to Shaw's, and you know what? I'll just kind of fucking walk around. I'll see what they have, I'll see what they don't have. It's good for people watching, it's good to get your steps in, it's a great place to listen to a podcast. So I love to walk around grocery stores. I think that would be an excellent first date. I think it would be an excellent way to propose to somebody. I think it would be an excellent way to, I don't know, plot a coup against the United States government. Just such a multifaceted activity, and I think many of you are sleeping on it. The other day, I was at the grocery store. And again, I love being at the grocery store. Every time I walk in, you may not know right now because of the mask upon my face, but I always have a smile. And I'm walking around and I'm shopping and I'm, you know, picking out my cereals and my new little snacks and crackers that I like. And I go to check out and guess what happens? The way my glasses sit on my face and the way my biology allows my eyes to work, I don't have any peripheral vision. And suddenly this woman, nay, this employee, comes running over to my cart and she starts taking things out of it. And she was doing it in a very aggressively friendly way. She was, you know, looking in the bags that I had just placed and she was kind of checking out the stuff I was getting and she was remarking on how She really enjoys the Ritz chips that I was buying and how I should let her know how I like them. And it clicked in my head. She thinks I'm stealing. I think she thinks I'm shoplifting. And then I realized every time I go to that grocery store, that lady is always somewhere to be found. I think she thinks I have sticky little fingers. And I've never stolen anything. I've never stolen anything trackable. I've never stolen anything insane. You know what I mean? I'm the type of person where in high school, I walked out of Stop and Shop with a lime in my hand because I forgot I was holding it. And I burst into tears and brought it back. So I don't know what to do with this information. It sort of makes me want to puff my chest as I walk through Shaw's to be like, look, I'm confident and my food stamps will provide for me here. But I don't know. 
I'm also not gonna fucking bring it up to the bitch. She's an old lady and I don't give a shit. But leave me alone. I'm just trying to shop. I'm trying to fucking get things to binge eat late at night and not feel bad about it. At least publicly. Anyway, this week, my guest is a drag queen extraordinaire coming to us from the iconic New York City. Sierra La Puerta, or as I know him, my friend Nico, is a trained actor, vocalist, he is a makeup artiste, and he just so happens to be a TikTok superstar with over 67,000 followers and 5.2 million likes. I am so excited for you all to get to know him, get to learn about him and his character Sierra, and laugh along. This week, our questions touch on being held hostage in a bank and being trapped in a cave with some of your closest friends. Okay, everybody, I am here with the legendary, the, well, some would say flop. It's It really depends on who you ask, I guess. Sierra La Puerta, a.k.a. Nico Granado. Hey, dolls. Okay, take the mic, girl. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Sierra La Puerta, Nico Granados, whichever you want to pick. I am a, I'm an actor, I'm a singer, I'm a drag queen, um, I'm a bottom, no. <laughs> oh my god. Just gotta market myself correctly, you know? Right. We're looking for Mr. Right. I like right. long walks on the beach. Exactly, exactly. 2022 is all about branding, and that's what you came here primarily to do. That's exactly why I'm here, yes. So how do you and I know each other? Well, we met through a mutual friend, technically. Yes. Yes. Um, but then... <laughs> I don't think there's a technicality there. Huh? Well, yeah, but like... I mean, we. I mean, we mostly started talking because, like, because of because of TikTok, essentially. Yeah, that's true. That's very funny. like. That's why I say because, like, one of his high school best friends is my roommate, and um, we both hate him in the <laughs> nicest way possible. Oh, no, we hate to love Levon, and then we also love to hate Levon. It's very right, that. exactly. It's very exactly. that. <laughs> love that. Excellent. Well, Nico, I have a surprise for you. Oh, a word? As we know, drag queens are some of the most well-educated people on this hemisphere of the globe, at least. So we're going to do a pop quiz. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll start off easy. My first question to you is super simple. How would you define your drag? Who is Sierra La Puerta? Sierra La Puerta is, she is camp. She is comedy. There's like a hint of sexiness, but it's mostly in a shell of self-deprecating humor excellent excellent speaking of where things come from what are we doing what is drag do you know where the term drag originates from i've heard the many stories but if i'm not mistaken the one that's the most accurate was from shakespeare from um shakespeare theater from shakespearean theater where Mm -hmm. women where men would dress up as women and their skirts would drag um either backstage or on the stage or as they were moving and technically, that was the the most reliable origin from drag. And then there's also other people saying that the word drag is an acronym for dressing as girls. Oh my god. Okay, so I didn't hear that acronym part, but yes, my research shows that you are entirely correct. It was when they would like put on their petticoats or whatever to go perform as women and their shit would drag on the ground. Uh. Oh my god, that is so exciting. I love that. Yeah, so here I have it says... According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word drag has existed since at least 1388. 1388. Oh, wow. But it wasn't until the 19th century that it was used in connection with, like, drag. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And that means um, drag kings and drag queens. It was used pretty much interchangeably back then, too. Mm -hmm. But um, they think that the, like, petticoat definition originated in, like, the late 1800s. Okay, moving on. Another huge part of drag, as we all know, is makeup. Do you know what the oldest cosmetics company still operating today is? Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god, no, I... Oh! It's, uh, it's, oh my, it, it's not Revlon. Or it might no, be Revlon. No, it's not Revlon. No, it's, no, it's. If you there's know this, a, there, I'm going to myself. Oh my God. I literally saw a musical that's about this, that's about this makeup company. It is a British brand called Yardley London. Oh, man, you know what? Maybe I didn't see that damn musical. Fuck. <laughs> okay, fuck, you didn't see fuck is Yardley, Yardley London. London. So that's actually so funny you asked that. Um. They wrote a musical about it with Andrew Lloyd Webber, and that actually is what eventually turned into Oliver. So, um, okay, so you didn't laugh at that. Anyways, it says oh. here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. We we all can't be comedy queens. I'm sorry. Right. At least I'm <laughs> sitting down, so it's not considered stand up. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so this company, Yardley London, was officially founded in 1770. That's older than the United States by like six years. However. I guess they sell like soaps that they still sell and they've been selling those soaps for like well over 200 years before they were ever ever founded as like a company. And Yardley London stocks the British Royal family with their soaps. That's like their thing. So everyone in Buckingham Palace uses Yardley London soaps. And I guess they, um, their products are like all of their products are based around this like specific kind of lavender, which they own the plant. So it's like Yardley Lavender or something. Oh. Isn't that weird? Oh. There's so many cool things about like queer history and like like where certain terms originate from and where certain practices originate from. Mm-hmm. And my question to you is, do you know when in the United States the first pride parade was? Like the first parade? Mm-hmm. That's actually the exact question I just asked you. Wow, thank you so much for clarifying. That's crazy. Um, I'm going to say 1970. Yes! Yeah! The first Pride was a riot in 1969. The 50th anniversary of Pride was held in, like, or, like, the, the, the big celebration, the month-long one. World Pride, she happened in New York, and I was living in New York during that time. Tell me about that experience. That must have been amazing. Um, it was, no, it was, it, it, it was great. I mean, it sucked that, it sucked that I was working through most of it. It truly is a queer person of color experience to have all the white gays flying into the city to do all the gay pride stuff as I make their iced coffee. And coffees. you have to literally serve them on your hands and feet. <laughs> I worked in a coffee shop that was right next to Sheep's Meadow where all the white gays from Hell's Kitchen and all the other gay neighborhoods would all come over and like wear their Speedos. So, yeah, I guess you can say I took part in gay pride. I have one last little quiz for you. And I am so happy that you just mentioned that you are a proud woman of color. And Sierra La, Pu- Sierra La Puerta, clearly I'm fucking white, means shut the door in Spanish. We love that for you. I have how to say shut the door in five different languages. And I'd like you to guess what language I'm saying or I'm speaking <laughs> to. You. That's fucking funny. Oh my God. Thank you so much. The first one, Ferme La Porte. You want to say that one again? Ferme la porte. Um, French? Yes. 
Oh, are you happy to be in Paris? Okay, here we go. Next one. Also, I just would like to say it is very obvious I don't speak any of these languages. I can barely speak English. So like, let's not come for my throat on this. Pani e kapuka. Say that one again. Pani e kapuka. I'm gonna say maybe like Hawaiian. Yes. Okay, you're two for two so far. My mind is so powerful. I don't know what to tell you. And they say queer people are stupid. I, sh- I can't. I truly feel like I'm in the presence of greatness. Okay, next. Okay, I'm reading my little pronunciation guide. Chiudere la porta. Portuguese? Close. Do you oh. want to guess again? Is this a dead language or like, is it like a like a one that people... This is not about? a dead language. Damn, okay. I was gonna be like Latin. Oh. <laughs> see, what other other fucking languages? Shit. Do you want me to say it again? Yes. Chiudere la porta. Dutch? <laughs> no, this is Italian. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I, I just ate pasta earlier. Fuck. Oh my God. Wait, okay, so I tried to make fucking some TikTok noodles tonight. When I tell you, those went from on the stove in the pan to in the pan into the trash didn't even touch a plate that's how my dinner went <laughs> this one i'm really hoping i can say doa wo shimeru oh um that's japanese yes oh my god it's probably because of my amazing pronunciation you got that uh, yes 100 percent thank you so much i know as i lived in Japan for six years when I was in that coma. Um, okay, the last one. Slaut Udur. Um, German? No. Uh, I'll say it again. Yeah. <laughs> Slaut Udur. Oh, wait, I'm totally saying it wrong. Oh, okay. Please forgive me. Oh, wow. Oh, no, well, now I'm going to get it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the correct pronunciation is Slaut de Dur. There are, can you give me like a hint of like a, like a continent of origin? Um, that's a lot to ask somebody who went to public high school. I, <laughs> it's in Europe. <clears throat> Fuck. Okay. That should only narrow it down to like 400 countries. Yeah, I know. Goddamn. God. You actually said this language earlier. Oh, is it German? No. Fuck. Um, Portuguese. No. Those are the only German, those are the only European languages I said. Slaute de Dieu. It's Dutch. Oh, I know what I do be forgetting. And I'm saying this because I heard Nikki Tutorial say it, and she says it because she's Dutch. Literally sounds like Simlish. (laughs) Not Simlish. (laughs) It really does. It's like you can almost understand what they're saying, but you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's crazy. Well, I feel proud and so relieved to tell you that your pop quiz is over. Oh, thank fucking God. Shall we get into the meat of this bitch? Yeah. Here we go. You and five other people have been taken hostage by a group of men robbing a bank. They've made it very clear. Only five of you will be making out alive, as they know one of you has the biometric code to unlock the safe. Here's the thing. None of you do. Your manager's late to work, and she's the only one who can open the vault to start the day. As the hours go by, the men become angrier and angrier that no one will confess to who can open the vault, because they don't believe that nobody can. They make a deal. They'll let five of you go before opening the vault with one person's fingerprint if someone confesses to who has it. Every 30 minutes that goes by, somebody dies. So do you lie and say, oh, they have it, and then escape and just sacrifice someone without their consent? Save the day and pretend to have it to save your coworkers, and then try and reason with the fucking robbers? Or do you wait for help or an agreement to be made between your kidnappers and the police, even though every 30 minutes that goes by, somebody gets shot? I do be not trusting the police. See, that's fair. But at the same time, you know, 
sacrificing one person for myself and others, that sounds pretty fucked up too. Right, because it's not like the public's in danger. It's just five, it's just six people. Six random people in a bank. Do Oh, I don't know them, right? Well, you, well, actually, maybe some of your coworkers, maybe some of you are just patrons. Okay. Um, and then if I sacrifice myself and let them go, I don't know. I have a pretty good personality. I feel like I could weasel my way into getting an extra hour in there. You, a faggot, is going to reason with bank robbers. Hell yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Ever since, ever since, ever since my friend did a love spell on me, uh, a lot of DL men have come out of the shadows. So, frankly, <laughs> okay, I can test my. Luck. <laughs> frankly, right. I can test my luck. Uh, so, no, that's just really interesting. I've never heard someone call K a love spell, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> but how? How? Okay, so we're gonna role play. I'm the robber. And you're just going to see if you can weasel your way out. Okay. Here's the deal. Every 30 minutes, I'm going to blast one of your idiots' heads off. But if someone tells me who can open this safe, I'll let five of you go and you can open it with us. I have no gag reflex and there's a douche in my backpack. I don't know what any of those words mean. I don't speak Italian. Then I'll show you. (laughs) Ew. Ew. Open the safe. Open the safe. Smack, smack. I hit you with my gun. If I get hit with the gun, that's it. No, it, it was like a loving tap, but in like a scary mm, a way. A loving tap, you say. Let's say you sacrificed yourself. Now you're going to reason with me. Open the vault. Use your fingerprint. Do it. Use my fingers for something else. I'm only interested in the money. I'm going to blow your head off. Click. That sounds just like a gun. I can blow your head. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of turned on. <laughs> Bitch! And then we, and then we, and then you know what? You know what? I survive. I get a little sloppy toppy. We rob the bank together. We, and rob, we, go out to we rob the bank together. And bitch, it's Thumb, it's thumb and Louise. We're buying Roll a credits. house in the Upper West Side. <laughs> yes. At, that's, what a, you know what? I did not expect this um, heist to turn into a love story. Honestly, you know, you, you know, you really never do. So you survived the bank heist. Nobody knows how you did it. I just winked to the microphone, but I'm looking at you. So to celebrate the fact that you're alive, you and your friends go to, um, I don't know, does Sicily have cliffs? Some gorgeous oceanside place. So you and your friends, you're out. And you're exploring a cave with your group of friends. When one of your friends gets stuck. And they're stuck in a way that's blocking the only way out. So they were the last one in, and bitch... They had too many cannolis for breakfast or something, and they're a little bloated and they can't get out. Here's the fucking deal. These caves are cliffside, which means that come high tide, all of you will be underwater. The only way to remove your friend from their position would result in you all either needing to kill him or not move them. If you don't, you're all going to drown and die. Do you kill your friend to escape the cliff? and deal with the guilt and the possible legal stuff? Do you allow yourselves to die, or do you try to find another way out? When are we stuck? When is high tide? <laughs> I'd say you've got four hours. Four hours? But like, you to kill your friend, you'd have to like break their neck. Like, it's not gonna be fun. I'm confused as to how they're stuck, if we, the only way to kill them, to get them out, is to break their neck. Have you ever tried to suck your own dick? No comment. <laughs> Right, because you're a woman. Yeah, of course. God, excuse you. They, let's say they were just so taken aback by the Italian seaside that upon entering the cave, 
they weren't as prudent as they should have been. I'm picturing how they how they're stuck. I'm picturing how they're stuck in this hole. Right. Yeah. It's this weird phenomenon happening. The rocks perfectly formed around <clears throat> them. Yes, of course. And they're stuck. I mean, they'd be pretty uncomfortable. So yeah, but like they don't want to die. I've been uncomfortable before. Yeah, that's fair. If there is no way, if he is stuck, either way, in this in this scenario, either way, he dies. Well. Yeah. Think about it. In, no. <laughs> in this scenario, he dies. We kill him. We get out. He's dead. If high tide comes up, we're all dead. If we go look for another exit and high okay. tide comes and we escape, he's dead. In all of these, in I'm sorry to break this down for you, Ray. I'm sorry to expose you like this. Cody Jacobs exposed. But what if when you go... Okay, so here's the deal. The cave you're in... Can you believe this? It's underneath a fire station. What the? (laughs) I know, that's so weird. And you find a way out. And you're able to go get some of the firemen. And this, see, because you're still, you know, you don't want to douche. You just had that whole bank thing happen last week. And you've been traveling. So you don't want to waste any time at the fire station. So you go and you say, hey, fucking Timmy's stuck down in the cliff over there. And you still have hours for high tide to come or even 30 minutes. And they can cut the rock with their tools. I mean, you kind of just gave me my answer, but like... But also, how would you coerce someone into voluntarily allowing their own manslaughter? Wait, but I thought the fire people would be able to get to get little Timmy out of the well. I totally forgot. This crazy earthquake just came. <laughs> and that fire station, you didn't see? Oh my god. Oh, well, you were in the cave. You didn't have service. That totally makes sense. No, it's gone. It leveled. Totally gone. So after I escape, mm-hmm. there's still... <laughs> so after I after I escape, after you've... After, after all that, he's still dead. Well, you know what you do have when you escape? <laughs> you know right now, in all of these scenarios, little Timmy dies. Timmy's well, see, what dead. You're, doing is you're giving up hope. And that's something that I have a huge issue with. Especially t- little Timmy's, Timmy's in fifth dead. grade. Timmy's not dead yet. He about to be in 30 minutes when the high not tide even comes ankle up. Deep. Or when that earthquake gets him. That earthquake only affects modern firehouses. <laughs> the Geographic Institute of Italy is looking into it. They, it was a bizarre phenomenon. They think it had to do with the magnetic polarity of the earth or something. They don't know what it was. Stop asking questions. This is my podcast. Anyway. <laughs> you know what else I totally forgot? Oh, yeah. What? That weekend you went to Italy, it was actually the, um, it was National Cement Truck Week. (laughs) And all the cement trucks, they were parked over where the firehouse had stood. I can't keep defending you like this. It's fine. I pay my attorneys way more than I'm paying you. Work. The cement trucks, they were parked where the fire truck was sitting. And guess what happened? What? What happened? You're not going to believe it. Another earthquake. But this one, they've never seen anything like it. Oh my God, no way. Somehow, the tectonic movement only affected cement trucks. And all of their cement, the weirdest thing. So the earthquake came, all their cement poured out. And you know what happened? It sealed you into that cave. Cody, it's just powdered cement. What are you going to do? A thunderstorm came. So we're killing Timmy. So now I'm killing Timmy instead of the... Oh my God. So you decided to kill Timmy. That's such a good choice because my question to you is, (laughs) how are you going... So I'm Timmy. Yeah. Help. I'm stuck. (sighs) Ah. 
You're just gonna stare at me? Um, you know, Nico, I really appreciate you coming on my Make-A-Wish trip with me. <laughs> Hopefully I don't get a sunburn while my hair grows back. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. Timmy's a Make-A-Wish kid? I didn't say that. You just... You just said that. <laughs> you just... I think that's what Timmy said. So Timmy s- says he's a Make-A-Wish kid. That's what Timmy says. You're stuck in a cave with him. Yeah, I know, but if he if he's stuck in a cave, the only way out is to kill him. There's all he's got a lot of factors that are going up against him right now. Okay, so that's why we're doing this role play scenario. <laughs> Help me. Gee, I sure wish someone in this cave would help me. I'm gonna help him put him out of his misery. Well, I don't know if that's what I meant, but <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe getting me out of this precarious position. How old is Lord Timmy? Old enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, Timmy just graduated high school. Wait, so then why is he a Make-A-Wish kid? Because he just turned 18. Don't you go out of the Make-A-Wish program at 18? Yeah, and guess what Timmy just turned? <laughs> Okay. So, and you know what's crazy? What? Yeah. Can you believe? So I'm Timmy now. (laughs) I can't believe I'm stuck face down, ass up. I'm not fucking a cancer patient. I didn't say I have cancer. I just said I'm a -a Make-A-Wish recipient. Do you think we're going to get out of here? I think I'm going to get out of here. (laughs) I love the way you think. What's your plan? Timmy? Mm Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. Okay. This reminds me of Brigham and Women's. <laughs> That's what the nurse used to say. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. And let me guess, this won't hurt. <laughs> you and the nurse have so much in common. Night, Timmy, this won't hurt a bit. That's a fast, listen, fast. I don't know how painless it is, but. Hey, and you know what? Neither does Timmy anymore. True, you know, there we go. There we go. You know what would be crazy is if once you broke his neck, you realized the whole time there was like a fucking Ellie Kemper style bunker hatch just right above you. <laughs> Maybe that's why your shoulders are so broad because you have carried so much weight. Exactly. On <laughs> so from, from the burden of knowing that killing little Timmy was not right. the only answer. <laughs> right. And I think it's so sweet and also a little morbid that they named the cave Little Timmy's Hole. <laughs> well, Mr. Nico, to, to, to wrap up this fucking nightmare of a podcast, <laughs> I have asked you to prepare a story mm-hmm. of a time that you have caused a problem. When I was in college, there was an idea with what we were gonna do afterwards, and I had a guy that um, that wanted to um, like find a place with me as roommates. Oh, like post graduating. Yes, I knew that he had just gotten into a relationship with this girl that was a little she a little off the she a little off the rails and misguided. You know, you know, I didn't I didn't approve, but it wasn't my place to say it's not it's not my life to live. And he was like dead set on like we're gonna live together. It's gonna be great. Like we're gonna like we'll be roommates. This will work out just fine. And I didn't I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I had a set idea of how of like what I of how I was gonna live in New York, and that n- did not involve sharing an apartment with him. So. 
I decided to instead <clears throat> drop subtle hints that they should move in together instead. <gasps> and they did. What it then turned into was a horrible, horrible living situation for them. And I just had to sit there and just know that, oh, I did that. I did that. No. Like, no. But also, oh, my God. Like, that lit- That would have been you. It was the only way out. Yeah. So what did they... Do you know if they, like, stayed t- living together? They stayed living together for a couple years. A couple yeah, years? Yeah, I know. Shit really, like, fighting every day. Like, it was bad. Well, Nico, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram at Nico Granados or on Instagram and TikTok at Sierra La Puerta official, underscore official. And do you have anything you want to say to the people? Where would you, if you okay, so he said yes, would go? Nancy Reagan. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. And I... I don't fucking know. I, I talk to you every day, so. Yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Cody Jacob Causes Problems. And thank you, Nico, for being on the pod. Make sure you go check out Nico's TikTok page. Even if you're not a fan of drag or you don't know anything about drag, I promise you, you will be a fan of Sierra. And if you go check out Nico's page, make sure you tell him Cody sent you. Before I go, I have some news to share with you. Next week, you will not be getting an episode of Cody Jacob Causes Problems. You will, however, be getting an episode of my new podcast, Stories from the Problematic. Hello! You're listening to Stories from the Problematic. It's a hilarious spin-off podcast by the incredibly charming Cody Jacob. That's me. Each week, you'll hear things from the cutting room floor, fan submissions, and more. Just remember, what happens in the problematic stays in the problematic. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Cody Jacob Causes Problems is an original podcast by me, Cody Jacob. If you have a problem you'd like to be discussed on the podcast or you just need some advice, send an email to codyihaveaproblem at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. And until then, be a harbinger of chaos and go, go out into the world, wreak havoc amongst those you love. I'll see you next week.